Welcome to Laugh It Up Fuzzball. I am Joe the Wookie Riot. Welcome to the podcast where we talk about life, the universe, and everything, but mostly geek stuff. A place where we get to let our geek flag fly and talk about all things geek. As I've said before, this isn't an amalgamation of geek news or a comprehensive guide to all genres or the world of geekdom. Hopefully it's just a fun place to cover some geek news, comics, The Simpsons, Star Wars, and whatever randomness finds its way on in the recording. But let us get started. Well, hey, hey, friends, welcome to level 191 of Laugh It Up Fuzzball. And uh, Wookie chiming in on uh, the very last day of my existence where I am still in my 30s. Uh, recording this on a Friday night right before my birthday. Oh, gonna get all the good stuff as, as I look at the uh, R2D2 igloo lunch pail that uh, I got early from my five year old. Because uh, he wanted to. <laughs> it's, it's super, super awesome. But a day of excitement. Just finished a semester of grad school. So hopefully uh, less reasons to not to not have uh, episodes for everybody. Although I think I did a pretty good job. I think we had two waybacks during this semester. And there was like three or four the last semester. So we are doing good. But we're just going to get into a uh, news roundup, if you will. If you're wondering about the title of the uh, whole NGC 1309. Hey, my birthday's coming up, and why not give you a present? You may not realize that uh, all the images that are captured by the Hubble Space Telescope are available uh, on online for you to check out. And if you type in NGC, that's Nancy Golf Charlie 1309 Hubble into uh, your Google search engine, you can see a picture of just one hell of a a beautiful galaxy and you can literally do that if you know the name of the galaxy or just want to do some uh, random number combination if they've named it and it has that it's out there and you can check it out there's so many pretty images and that's that's my birthday present to you just check out check out fucking beautiful spaces it's really really amazing uh, and that's it's something cool in the middle of all this quarantine but uh, it's been fun I've been really happy that I've gotten to have some uh, guest episodes coming up uh, hopefully going to be recording some more I've talked to uh, the Daniels uh, that's all three of them about, about episodes I think uh, I think uh, Danny the Deuce and uh, Blue may be joining me in the future somewhere in a, in a couple weeks you know, two to four weeks for uh, a Clone Wars review with all the spoilers give people time to catch up on everything but that's neither here nor there we're not talking uh, uh, Clone Wars. What we're going to do is News Roundup. Uh, starting off, before I do that, just a real quick shout out to Ryan and Trina and the Carry On Couple podcast. If you want to hear these two talk about travel, they do it. And uh, their most recent episode was fun based on an idea that I gave them. They, they talked about traveling in the Harry Potter universe because they can't actually travel with everything going on and all the quarantine stuff. They're, they're taking their geekdoms. And traveling through them. Uh, it is a bi-weekly podcast now, so that means every other week on a Monday you get a podcast from them. And I was not on not the most recent episode, but the one before that, I was on their episode talking about my time in the military and how I got to see a lot of the world. Just just tip of the iceberg of some of the stuff that I got to see. But it's fun. I like recording with them. I like when they record with me. So hey, Ryan Trina, come on. You're supposed to record that episode, but we were all too tired, so don't forget. Don't leave me hanging. But uh, also a shout out to just my buddy Kyle, Tales from the Jungle Cruise podcast. Really excited for all your good news in your life with the Justice League, Kyle. And uh, yeah, good news. But let's let's just get to it. There, friends, there is a a butt ton of freaking news to catch up on, and that means we're we're most likely doing something like Firehose News. Uh, for anybody new to the podcast who doesn't know what I mean by Firehose News, if you've ever seen a, a cinema classic called UHF. There's a character, Stanley Spadowski, and uh, he has a little game show. And it, who wants to drink from the fire hose? And then the kid drinks from the fire hose, and it shoots him back on the horse that he's in, and it's amazing. And what fire hose news is, is basically me just going through all the different, different news items pretty fast and giving some quick thoughts and then moving on. And uh, we'll see if it works. Uh, I'm not going to try not to talk faster. God help if you're listening any faster than one time. I listen to all my podcasts at one and a half time. And uh, now I've done it for so long. Tried listening to a couple podcasts at regular speed. And uh, it, it sounds too slow to me. <laughs> so I guess I'm just wiring my brain. I'm wired for speed. But uh, but I, I, I'm not wired for speed. Because as many of you know, 
My name is Joe the Wookie Riot, and I'm not the fastest man alive, but some claim I have a smart mouth. To the outside world, I'm an ordinary geek podcaster, grad school student, and fuzzball, but secretly, with the help of my friends at Laugh It Up Fuzzballs, I talk geek and engage other fanboys like me. I've hunted down the news I found interesting, but in doing so, I have opened up a hobby that takes much more time than I sometimes have, and I am the only one crazy enough to do it. I am the slosh. That was for you, Mr. Deuce. <laughs> it's been a while since the slosh intro was there. We're just going to get started in the fantabulous Fuzzballs focus. This is me just running down all the amazing news that has popped up on the Laugh It Up Fuzzballs Facebook group. Plug, plug, plug. Uh, if you're not already part of it, just type it in. Laugh It Up Fuzzballs. It's a closed group. You ask to join, we say yes. And as long as you behave yourself, you stay there. And you join over 500 people that talk geeky. And it's amazing. But uh, we're just going to get into it. Start off with my news and then we'll end with Danny's news and the stuff in between. Uh, If you didn't hear, San Diego Comic-Con is officially canceled. So no San Diego Comic-Con until 2021. And now I'm just literally worried about what's going to happen with Star Wars Celebration in August. I don't know. I don't have a bad feeling about this (laughs) to be a a good Star Wars nerd. But we shall see. I have have a pass for every single day of that convention. and, uh, And we'll... We shall find out. We'll know when we know. You know now, now you know. Uh, The Sonic the Hedgehog director uh, talked hopes for a sequel, including Tails, the character from, uh, I guess, the Sonic-verse. I don't know if there's a mythos or a universe of Sonic. But uh, the movie made $146 million in the U.S., $307 million globally. So a sequel could definitely get greenlit by Paramount. And uh, people I know who have seen the movie enjoyed it i've not gotten a chance to see it yet but i do hope somewhere in the future when it when it shows up on one of the cable channels that i pay for um there's a rumor that peggy carter might be in season seven of agents of shield uh that's such good news it's all based on because they're doing some stuff in the past with the chronicons i also on the comments of that posted an amazing teaser trailer uh, for for that show, so for Agent Agents of Shield season seven, I should say. So, but Peggy Carter, man, that was a dang good show. Cut before it's time, two seasons of of goodness. But we got to move on to more news. There's a MCU theory of Tony Stark being responsible for the Fantastic Four. Uh, basically, the the theory is entailing that with uh, the MIT grant program that that was at the beginning of Captain America: Civil War, that uh, he may may have funded. You know Reed Richards and uh, and the stuff that gets gets the Fantastic Four going. Uh, I've also seen some theories of uh, it's based on the Quantum Verse and stuff that went down with Ant Man and then of course an End Game. I I don't know, but uh, in Marvel I trust. I I really hope that they'll they'll get uh, the Fantastic Four right. Um, another news: Russo brothers are producing a live action Hercules movie. Uh, the writer is Dave Callahan. Uh, he wrote the script for the Shang-Chi movie, which is going to be coming out. He also worked on Wonder Woman 1984 and Into the Spider-Verse's sequel, as well as Godzilla and Zombieland Double Tap. So uh, he's, he's, he's done some enjoyable enjoyable flicks, so we, we shall see. But I, the, the Hercules animated movie is, is one of my favorites of the Disney library. I just really, really love that hit, hit at the right time. I was a teenager, and, and just, it, it just I loved it. And uh, we'll see who they cast. I've seen some different casting, but I think uh, I'm in agreement with everybody else. It doesn't matter who they cast. Uh, although Chris Pratt as Hercules, that was interesting. And the, the guy from Riverdale plays Archie as a, as a young Hercules. Also interesting. But I think we all agree. Danny DeVito as Philatides. And uh, and then the rest doesn't matter. <laughs> although I saw Lady Gaga as Meg. And I was like, okay, that I, I dig that too. Uh, we sh- I've also heard someone say Ariana Grande. But I, I saw her singing in the Disney sing-along and she sang the song from Hercules and she was a little bit little little too on the sexy side for uh, kids watching a sing-along that's neither here nor there uh, the Rooster Brothers are going to be producing it so it could it could be good and uh, they're live action and everything um, so yeah I even I haven't I haven't didn't put the news on my roundup but uh, I saw that they're there's they're thinking about doing a live action um, Atlantis with uh, Tom Holland as as the lead character and yeah, I, if they're doing Hercules, then next up is Atlantis, and I think that could be a really fun live action. And um, and time will tell. They're just gonna do them. Some of them will go to theaters. Some of them will straight to Disney Plus. And uh, and and it, life will go on. <laughs> I also posted a trailer for Assassin's Creed Valhalla, 
Anybody who's listening to the podcast knows I don't have a video game system, but there are times I wish I did. In fact, today after I finished my papers and I was like shiftless and didn't know what to do, it would have been nice to have a video game system for one day just to play some fun game like Spider-Man or, or the new Star Wars stuff like Battlefront 2 or Jedi Fallen Order, but I don't have it. Uh, but this trailer for this game, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, holy hell as i'm running my fingers through my mohawk i've got my my i still rocking my inner or my outer i suppose ragnar lothbrook uh with my big old bushy trimmed goatee and, and my mohawk but uh i am of norwegian and swedish ancestry from my dad's side uh, my dad is half brothers that live in norway and uh yeah this this hits me right in all of all of my viking blood it's it's amazing it, it looked like a movie it's just the graphics are, are so amazing and they i don't i don't know anything about the premise and how how vikings fit into assassins but uh that trailer check it out totally worth watching it's it's freaking great uh for the next news i mean it's just all about you know uh, dancing your cares away and worries for another day, which is a, a really good motto for everything going on quarantine. Because Fraggle Rock uh, is on Apple Plus. You got Gobo, Red, Boo Boo, Moki, Wembley, and Uncle Traveling Matt uh, coming back in these in these little bitty shorts that were shot on iPhone 11s from the homes of the production team and individual artists all over the U.S. But uh, produced by the Jim Henson Company and executive produced by Haley Stanford and John Tartaglia. Um, in accordance with current social distancing guidelines, <laughs> the Fraggles are back, and that's really great news. And I hope that means that they're going to do you know full-fledged 22-minute episodes of the Fraggles, because uh, I love me some Fraggles. I really, really do. I remember this McDonald's or Burger King had toys, and you, Wembley had a had a cucumber car, and it had mushroom wheels, and uh, it was like one of my favorite like Happy Meal toys that I ever got when I was a kid. Really, really loved it. Um, other news that I posted, Tamura Morrison uh, will be in Mando Season 2, and all reports are that he's coming as Boba Fett. It makes sense. Uh, Tamara Morrison played Jango Fett, and all the clones, which includes an unaltered clone that he raised as a son and named Boba <laughs> because he liked the tea, presumably. Uh, but yeah, so now Tamara Morrison's older uh, with the five or six years after Return of the Jedi that the Mando is set in makes sense it's good and uh i am also hopeful like the other fanboys on the internet that that means he could also come back as captain rex since we have ahsoka coming back but we shall see and i guess i didn't say it before but this news is all over the place we're going to be jumping back and forth it's not going to be lumped together star wars dc uh for the most part until we get to the news it wasn't on on the facebook page laugh it up fuzzballs plug 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 i did post a star wars fan video it's called alone uh if you want to see a stormtrooper scary in the woods of endor uh with murder bears watch it it's like six minutes six minutes well spent and i know lots of people have extra time right now so go ahead and just enjoy the goodness that is that video it's it's really really fun i i thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed it and i'm glad uh, it was shared with me what else we got um harry potter at home series yes for all of you potheads out there uh, the, you can go to harrypotteratome.com and enjoy stars reading you chapters of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. And yes, I know it's called the Philosopher's Stone if you're not an American. And I actually think that's a better title. But Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, the first chapter read by none other than Harry Potter himself, Daniel Radcliffe. And uh, other stars are going to read other chapters of the book. Some of the announced stars, uh, David Beckham, Stephen Fry, and uh, Dakota Fanning, as well as Eddie Redmayne. So cool and i know heather's probably gonna want to listen to this and i'm going to because i love that woman so uh but for all of you potheads there's some pot for you to enjoy at home the way it should be um according to disney ceo bob chapik mando season two is not going to be delayed because of all this uh coronavirus bs which is really good news they they got everything shot before uh all production for television halted and and now they're doing everything from home and presumably in october we're gonna get our mando season two and then there's all the news that's chopped for it so it's exciting and you know that's a that's a big thing that's driving people to uh, the streaming service for disney so i'm unsurprised that they want to keep it going and that uh the the new ceo took over for bob Iger wants to 
to engender confidence in uh, the new content that is coming from Disney Plus. And speaking of new content coming from Disney Plus, in news meaning Disney realizes that there is money to be made by getting new subscribers to the platform. Uh, they dropped the news using Lynn Manuel Miranda that the Hamilton movie, a filming of the original Broadway cast in the theater that they performed in in New York, will drop. July 3rd, which is really, really rad news since the original uh, news story from several months back was that this was going to be in theaters like summer 2021. So yes, this is about quarantine, this is about subscribers, and this is about money. And then in this case, I say hooray for capitalism doing good things uh, because I want to see this and watch it many times. Not watch it like Ragnarok amount of times, and yes, I know it means I have to watch Ragnarok again, but I already watched it today, so ha! fooled you <laughs> i can say it as many times as i want i've already filled my quota uh i also watched empire strikes back and return of the jedi but that's neither here nor there um what else oh you know uh, with everything going on you see a lot of charities i actually wondered uh, on, on facebook if i should do some sort of charity for my birthday because i see people doing that thing but i don't know who who i want to so instead i can just plug this radness uh, in in the middle of this current normal, you gotta love Joe Manganella supporting Make-A-Wish with Dungeons and Dragons. I posted a video of him uh, talking it up, and it, it's just great. It is funny, and uh, I, I want to be best friends with Joe Manganiello. Uh, he, he just seems like one of the coolest guys. He's his own geek dungeon in his house. Uh, he's married to Sophia, somebody, some super beautiful, popular, wonderful lady who lets him have not a sex dungeon, a Dungeons and Dragon dungeon uh, for him to, to geek out with his friends and game. And that's rad. And now Joe Manganella can join the Joseph Daniel Club because uh, we're always in in need of another Joseph. There's two Josephs, but uh, as, as my buddy Dan the Library Man recorded, there's three Daniels now. So we need another Joseph and uh, Joe, Joe M, Mr. Manganella, you're welcome. Just uh, hit a Wookiee up. There was also a rumor of Bail Organa and David Straven uh, joining the cast in Andor series. Uh, frankly, as cool as this rumor is, I'm, I'm now I'm like, I, Bail Organa and Draven. Like, what, could we could we get an entire episode set on Alderaan and actually see you know Bail's wife? Uh, see those those glowing, you know, fake lungs that she has from her hiking accident on the mountain in Alderaan. And could we get uh, a young unknown cast as Tweenage Leia? Oh, and, and it could be really, really great. Uh, my buddy Corey posted on that. He's like, uh, you know, Billy Lord. But I think I think Carrie Fisher's daughter, she's in her mid-20s. You know, she's she's a little old to be playing Tweenage Leia. But um, yeah, I think uh, I think it's really cool. And I like seeing more more good news for that cast and Andor series. Although with most shows, you know, whether it's in production or they're they're doing the casting, it's not like Mando season two. There's there's stuff going on. Like literally all the DCW shows, which usually go for 22, 23 episodes, are season finale at uh, episode 19. I think the only one, uh, Black or uh, Bat Batwoman, is going to episode 20. So they just have to season finale, and uh, that's I'm, I'm gonna be watching all of them very very soon and I'm, I'm very curious to see how it's going to be with them uh, just picking it you know that's where it was and uh and this is the end of it <laughs> we shall see other other news i posted kingdom hearts has a show in development for disney plus so you're gonna have sora donald and goofy journeying through the disney movie universe which sort of makes me think of the best part of ralph breaks the internet so that would be cool really enjoyed when they went to the the that's so disney part in that ralph movie uh, also, it could be computer animated and rad, but ever since Danny talked about them doing it Who Framed Roger Rabbit style, I think that would be the most rad, but uh, I don't know if that would cost too much. Or if people would even be into it. I think uh, there's a certain you know people my age that would be really nostalgic for it. My age is 39 currently, not 40 yet, but I guess as you're listening to it, people my age and 40 uh, would probably dig the uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit stuff. Uh, but that's all the news I posted. We'll get to some other stuff. Corey, my good friend Corey, uh, posted about Amy Pascal confirming that Spidey 3 will have home in the title. So now we just have to wonder what the title will be. Will it be Stay Home, Homeward Bound, Homestar Runner, There's No Place Like Home, Homer, or This One's For My Homies. 
or insert something home <laughs> home alone uh yeah whatever <laughs> give me a home where the buffalo roam <laughs> it's gonna spidey 3 will have home in it sometime and uh i think uh, this one's for my homies is my favorite currently Corey also being our resident anime joke guy had a george r, r. martin rbwy mashup i had to look up what the thing came from in, in full transparency uh he also uh had a topical bleach anime joke after uh, a comment by the u.s president about bleach which uh was not the smartest thing i've ever heard in my life but moving on from politics uh cory also posted a really funny matrix lord of the rings mashup only because possible because of the fact that hugo weaving is in so many cool movies uh, so now we can do a trio smash up with Red Skull, the elf he played in the in that walking movie, and uh, with uh, Agent Smith. <laughs> I don't, I don't. That's so funny. I, I, I steal that Kevin Smith joke about even the trees walk in that movie. I don't, I don't dislike the Lord of the Rings. In fact, I have a book. The first book I'm going to read that's not school is all about uh, J.R.R. Tolkien and C.S. Lewis and uh, them writing in World War One and their friendship. Uh, so yeah, I, I I enjoy those movies. I like I like fantasy. It's just uh, they're they're not Star Wars to me. You know, uh, I don't. I think I might even rank the Harry Potters above them. But that's that's a discussion for another day. Also, what else? Oh, Corey, the coolest thing that he posted, the most recent, uh, is Timothy Oliphant is going to be in Mando season two. So if you enjoyed him as Sheriff Bullock in Deadwood, which is a show that was ended way before its time, but then we got a movie, which is a little weird because it was like 10 years later, but I still enjoyed it because I like those actors embodying those characters. Uh, I didn't, I never watched Justified. I think I've seen scenes from it, but uh, played a lawman there. So now he gets to play, a, he gets to be in a space western playing some sort of character and he'll be a scoundrel or a bounty hunter or something really freaking cool and uh yeah but then i was like wouldn't it be funny if they put him in prosthetics uh watching that i'm not going to talk about it here but you know that behind the scenes things going on for the mando right now they they talked about how uh uh, there was a moment where they had planned on putting prosthetics all over Carl Weathers and like blocking off his face where you didn't know it was him and they realized that, that you just don't do that but they could do that for Timothy Oliphant they could make him unrecognizable like Horatio Sands in that first episode so we shall see but it's good news good casting uh, Joseph on Laughing Up Fuzzballs posted uh, that the first three seasons of Sailor Moon are uh, coming to YouTube for free, 10 episodes a week on the Crunchyroll channel until all 127 are available. I shared this news with my 10-year-old, who is a big fan of Sailor Moon. Yes, it's weird how things all come full circle. You know, she's 10, and uh, Sailor Moon was cool when I was a teenager. So 20 years later, it's, it's all cyclical. And uh, your kids may actually end up liking things that you liked. I never really watched Sailor Moon, but I knew lots of people that liked it. And we bought her some really cool sweatshirts from Japan when you still could. And things got here fast for the birthday. And uh, actually, Trin is 11. <laughs> so not my 10-year-old. But anywho, uh, Joseph also had news that Disney Plus will have another Star Wars show set in a different part of the timeline than other announced content. This is in development by Russian Doll creator Leslie Headland. I have not watched the Russian Doll show, but apparently it's good. Uh, and the show will have a, a female lead. Uh, Headland has also wrote a couple movies that I have not seen. Uh, but the Doll show has done well for Netflix. From what I have read... And from what I've heard, so uh, there you go, Lady, Lady Love. No, not literally Lady Love in the in the Disney Plus Star Wars universe, but uh, some some representation for the ladies, and I'm all about that. Uh, my buddy Nick posted a red poster for Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom that uh, is so dang cool, even if it is not official marketing for the movie. Uh, there's a pterodactyl on a city skyline, and that's going to get me every time. Uh, we got we have time for real marketing since this movie doesn't come out until June 11th of next year, 2021. Uh, but I love when fans make stuff that just might be better than the official things. I even saw there was something like there's a contest where you can you can win to to be eaten by a dinosaur as a fan. So look it up, eaten by dinosaur fan challenge thingamadoo. I don't know. I haven't looked it up. <laughs> you you can if you're a big fan. Let's Jurassic World movies. Yeah, the first one I really enjoyed. The second one, yeah, it was good popcorn fun. But uh, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to see the third one in the theater, most likely, uh, if if I have time. So, yeah, cool. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. I hope it is like that Battle of Big Top short that uh, Colin Trevorrow directed 
with uh, the dinosaurs really taking over and people uh, people in the dinopocalypse, if you will. Um, my buddy Dan, the library man, posted a super dope video of a guy painting a kick-ass Venom school. That was really cool. And then uh, he also posted a reminder that the final update for Star Wars Battlefront 2 came down. Um, there is a rumor that Battlefront 3 will not be a thing, so enjoy your Star Wars uh, and uh, enjoy that. I think it's Scarif was the latest thing that hit for Battlefront 2. And uh, if that doesn't it's fulfill your Jones, just know you know Jedi Fallen Order 2 is going to be coming at some point, and you can play that then. Uh, and Dan, the library man, definitely wanted to chat about the Clone Wars finale. We can't yet, Dan, uh, but we will. And uh, maybe we'll have you on when we do our Clone Wars discussion, since that'll be uh, maybe recorded next week, or I don't know. i gotta got to hit up with the boys. Maybe I'll add you to that group chat. It'll just be me and my group chat with the Daniels. Uh, Cameron... Uh, posted a reminder that every Thursday evening there's a Disney-inspired D&D session, which it's live-streamed, uh, but then you can watch the videos later. And even better, it features uh, my my buddy Blue. And uh, I know Cameron, and then I know Steven, who does it too. So uh, there's really good people, and uh, they're doing D&D. And if you're looking for something entertain you, watch watch a, watch a live stream, preferably, so they can have more people. Also watch the videos. And uh, I'm not sure how long the videos are. I, I did not check, but uh, I, I support I support them, supporting me. <laughs> My buddy Roman uh, shared a behind-the-scenes video for the lightsaber action from the final arc of Clone Wars with Ray Park, who is such a badass at 46 years young. Uh, as, as someone almost in my 40s, I'm, I'm very excited. Uh, I'm, I'm nowhere near that shape, nor do I have any of that martial arts prowess, but uh, hopefully I can be... Uh, 1% as badass, which would still be pretty badass. Uh, in that vein, Danny actually posted an article giving props to the stunt woman who mo-capped Ahsoka. If you watch that video that Roman shared, you can see her name's Lauren Mary Kim. Uh, she was also a stunt performer for the Armor and the Mandalorian. It's done Westworld, Daredevil, Fast and Furious 7, Alita Battleland, which will to name a few. But long and short, she's a badass just like Ray Park, and now we know her name. Uh, my buddy Darian shared a crowdfunding Kickstarter for an 80s sci-fi documentary. Uh, this looks like it's going to be a comprehensive retrospective of the genre in the 80s done over four hours. A year-by-year -year deep dive with artists, writers, composers, highlighting science, technology, and artistry. A love letter to the geeky sci-fi stuff we love. And uh, I like how they said, when the lights go down, we're all kids again. And I definitely think this is an artistic endeavor we're supporting. If you got the Samoans to contribute, uh, the campaign goes until May 19th. So this is drop-in either tonight on the 15th or on my birthday, the 16th. So uh, check it out and, and support it if you want to. Uh, Dominique. Hey, Dominique. Thanks for uh, posting on Laugh It Up Fuzzballs. Uh, reminded everybody about May the 4th Disney stuff, on, or Disney Plus stuff. Also posted a tweet about a dad explaining R2-D2's memory to his kid. Basically, the kid is like, why didn't R2 tell Anakin that uh, Darth Vader was his dad? You know, because R2 never has his memory wiped. And, you know, that would that would be a really, really awkward conversation. Uh, but, uh, you know, I don't I don't know. R2, R2 has his reasons. Uh, and kid, that this dad needs to tell his kid that every time R2's beeping, he's actually cursing. Because <laughs> he's, uh, if you watch the movies with that in mind, there's some moments where literally... Uh, R2's like, motherfucker, please. <laughs> or like, oh shit, I'm stuck with this whiny dumbass. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, R2 is great. And I, I love R2 as evidenced by, I mentioned I have, a, I now have an igloo lunch pill that is R2. And then there's a, a really good size uh, R2 uh, popcorn bucket currently lying on the floor with its head popped off here in the room that I'm recording in that both uh, my five-year-old and the, um, the Bambino play with the, the almost eight month bambino wow time time keeps on slipping 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 into the future and f hey all you future people wookie from the past i salute you uh what else lauren lauren joining more people posting and that brings me so much joy but posted a, a star wars social distancing joke uh, never, never wrong to do something topical with Star Wars. Skipper Chuck posted uh, an NWA uh, 
<laughs> an NWA song mashup with the Star Wars, uh, the sequel movies, and uh, it's it's everything. I, I never never thought having uh, Ren in NWA and taking that that song and putting it to the the footage, for, especially from Force Awakens. But uh, it's good. It's really really good. And if you're wondering who the heck is Skipper Chuck, Skipper Chuck is a a Muppet that supports the world famous Jungle Cruise at at Star Wars. And yes. There is a Muppet posting on the Laugh It Up Fuzzballs page. I don't know if that means that the podcast has officially made it, but I do know that it means that that a, a Muppet, a blue Muppet who fancies himself a Jungle Cruise skipper, is uh, posting posting jokes for people, and and I'm I'm here for it. I mean, he's my favorite non Henson Muppet. And uh, I like that he, he shared a, a joke from some schlub named Brian Lynch, but combining a Toy Story and the Darksaber scene from Rebels, basically taking Bo-Katan and turning it into Bo-Peep. <laughs> and that's clever. It's, it's fun. And uh, I, I dig it. Uh, my buddy Kyle, host of the Tales from the Jungle Cruise, spelled C-R-E-W-S, shared a clip from when uh, the Donnie and Marie show did a Star Wars musical man like like i said in the comments it is a, a beautiful abomination and if you want more than just a real quick 30 seconds of stormtroopers singing get ready here i come you can find longer clips on youtube i found one that is 13 minutes long i did not watch the the thing but i think that might be the entirety of the of the special but uh go look seek and you shall find amazingness on um, on the interwebs and speaking of podcast hosts you know kyle's not the only podcast host i know also ryan he of the carry on couple podcasts also posted a funny lego image of george lucas which was funny and righteous and silly but ryan and kyle you can consider this these these words talking about you and what you posted your obligatory plug uh, for you being the unofficial sponsors of Laugh It Up Fuzzball. Uh, then my buddy Koi posted a fanboy license plate. The license plate is S-T-R-W-R-F-N, saying he was jealous about the thing. And then I just I just loved people saying all the wrong answers that weren't Star Wars fan. Uh, you know, Star Warfing, and uh, I, I, I joked about, you know, also liking satire and war. And I, I just, I like that. I like reverence and fun. Uh, but then we'll get to all the news of Danny on Laugh It Up Fuzzball. We got the uh, Venom co-writers Scott Rosenberg and Jeff Pinkner have reportedly been hired to pen the script for a live-action One Punch Man adaptation for Sony. Uh, I, Blue told me I should watch One Punch Man. I haven't yet. But uh, apparently it's good enough that it's going to get a live-action adaptation. Uh, Westworld renewed for season for uh i thought the third season was going to be it so this is really rad news and i will talk about the third season of westworld in a future episode robert kirkman is suing dis- the disruptor game company over unpaid walking dead money hey if you owe somebody royalties pay the person especially if it's their ip their original product and uh, i'm sure robert kirkman doesn't need the money but it but it's important if it and you know if he's supposed to get paid then pay the man uh, the Pentagon freaking released UFO footage, which you can go. You can look, uh, literally type in Pentagon UFO footage into your Google or whatever search engine you use. <laughs> Everybody remember Ask Jeeves oh, or Metacrawler? I'm, I'm totally dating myself. But uh, yeah, you can look it up. And Danny posted it on the Laugh It Up Fuzzballs page. The truth is out there, my friends. Uh, Danny also posted about a possibility of a, a Janna spinoff. For Star Wars, aka the character played by Naomi Aki in The Rise of Skywalker, uh, this coupled with rumor of a female-led spinoff m- means maybe it could happen. And answer whether Lando is her daddy, or really just creeping on her at the end of the final movie in the Skywalker saga. Uh, Danny also posted, if you did not hear, AMC Theaters is uh, in a bit of a spat with Universal Pictures over trolls world tour and, but uh, more specifically, releasing feature films on VOD at the same time that they go in theaters. And if if that's Universal's business plan, then AMC is not going to show their movies anymore, as well as Regal, I think. And I, I'm not sure if other theaters have chimed in, but, uh, you know, streaming and VOD, they're, they're, and it's, in, it's inevitable. It's going to change the business, but uh, I really hope it, it doesn't mean the end of theaters because I like seeing movies in theaters and not just the big prestige films you know I'm, I'm a sucker for my marvel and my star wars and my geeky stuff my sci-fi my fantasy but i enjoy seeing movies like jojo rabbit 
and uh, the Neil Armstrong movie and and Rocket Man and and movies like that and <laughs> The Greatest Showman. I like seeing other movies in in theaters, uh, having my choice, and uh, I hope that continues. But stay tuned. We'll see. We'll see what happens in the universe with everything going on. Danny posted official confirmation that Taika Waititi will be directing a Star Wars movie. Uh, he's going to be co-writing the script with Christy Wilson Cairns, who wrote uh, 1917, or at least co-wrote that with someone. Uh, I loved Ryan Johnson chiming in on this news. He was on his Twitter saying he has no idea what kind of Star Wars movie that duo is going to write. And if he guessed, he'd be wrong. And that is the most exciting thing you can imagine. That's a classy response, and I agree. Taika Waititi, uh, Ragnarok. I already watched it today, but I, I love it. Hunt for the Wilder People, What We Do in the Shadows, Jojo Rabbit, his episode of The Mandalorian. He's he's just a good good director. I like his vision. I like his sense of humor. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm all about this. And it sounds like they have a good another really good writer co-writing with them. So, heck, yeah. Good news. Danielle's posted about the Fury Files series on Disney Plus May 15th. Well, surprise, motherfuckers. It didn't come out today because I looked I looked on Disney Plus for the Fury Files and it wasn't there, the behind the scenes. So I, I don't know when it comes out, but the news article that Danny posted said May 15th. A, uh, a surprise Disney Plus thing with... Um, with Marvel information, and and we'll see when it comes out. Maybe they just jumped the gun and it wasn't ready, or maybe maybe it dropped later and I just didn't see. It. Or maybe it comes out on my birthday. Uh, who knows? Danny also posted an article about Dengar in the Rise of Skywalker, and uh, originally I had heard it was like something like like Rengad or or, or Deg. Degnar, you know, some person that just like <laughs> had the same fashion aesthetic, I guess, as Dengar. But now it, it has come out that uh, Dengar is in it. If you if you want to see him, it is a really quick blip. But basically, when they when they go to the bar slash droid depot on their way to seeing Babu Frick on Kajimi, uh, he is in the background and he is very very noticeable in in his dengar robes it is it's it's really dengar's sort of one of those unmistakable characters that that once you know what he looks like you just you just can't can't miss but he's wearing wearing a diaper and a a leather leather chest plate and and has some it's almost like another diaper on his head <laughs> and uh he's got some pock marks and scars and uh, a little worse for wear. It looks like he has not taken a shower and uh, apparently is resilient and has lived through not only the, the events of uh, The Empire Strikes Back, but all the way to the final film in the, in the Skywalker saga. So there you go. Good for you, Dengar. Uh, Danny also posted the 10 worst Star Wars modern figures. Uh, I, I looked at the figures and I was like, these probably can't be the worst. I'm sure there's some some really bad stuff. But that Mace Windu with the melting screaming head is definitely awful. Really, really bad. Uh, Danny did post a rest in peace for little Richard. Sad news. Uh, I hate to just breeze through it and not not give due respect. I actually saw it and was like, man, that's, that's uh, not as... Uh, not in the geek realm, but I guess uh, that meant something to Danny. And, uh, yeah, Little Richard, you know, a big bucket of win. Lived many years. Lots of people like his uh, like his music. And, um, yeah, it, it's sad, but we all have a time. And uh, it was his. And uh, he'll be missed. But there's, you know, Tutti Frutti and, and all the amazing songs that he did. Uh, and he's really there's there's some inspiration to be found and and some life lessons you know as as an LGBT you know man and in a world that where it wasn't wasn't as accepted you can look up lots of stuff on Little Richard and uh, and and find out something new in the world. Uh, Danny posted Baby Yoda's getting a breakfast cereal and yes Danny I think you said it best he is magic hands delicious and and yes I'm probably gonna buy a box of that cereal and see if it's delicious and eat it with my five-year-old uh, CW picked up the rights to the Swamp Thing show from the DC Universe uh, and now that's just got me hoping for Titans and Doom Patrol in the future while they're trying to fill content with uh, the, the halt to production but uh, I really want to see the Swamp Thing show it's gonna be the first season uh, that was there, and hopefully, uh, maybe it'll come out in the summer. I'm sure we'll get more news, but uh, that's super rad. And yes, Danny, I uh, I think uh, the the Law and Order style show with uh, with Swamp Thing litigating is is genius, and we we could make all the money with it as long as we could get uh, Mears to play Swampy. <laughs> Danny posted probably the most exciting news of everything he put on there. Katie Sackoff 
to play Bo-Katan in Mando Season 2. If you do not know, Katie Sackhoff, she of Battlestar Galactica fame, uh, and also she was she's in The, the Flash as Emirate, um, but she voiced Bo-Katan in uh, The Clone Wars and in Rebels, and uh, now she gets to bring the character she voiced to life, and that's cool. I mean, my big thing is just with, with all the characters, you know, with Ahsoka and Bo-Katan and, and Boba Fett, and, and whoever Timothy Oliphant's playing, I just I just hope that they still stick to that that purity of the first season where it is in the Star Wars universe, but it's not completely connected to all the canon and lore that we know. I like the show existing you know, on the fringes in its own way. So I just hope that uh, all of these these characters, for not really the fan service, but for some of the connection, because with the entire like you know the the Moff Gideon weapon thing at the end of season one, I think we spoiled that, but I'm not sure, so I won't say it. <laughs> but um, yeah, with that, it, it makes sense, and with the Mandalorian culture, it, it makes sense. All of these people being in there, you know, Boba Fett and Bo Katan. Uh, so yes, it's it's really really good news. Uh, and I, I really, you know, I think Favreau is doing, doing, you know, the Lord George Lucas's work, making, making Star Wars, making Star Wars great again, if you want. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we shall see. Also, uh, the last little bit of, of Danny news is uh, the New Mutants has officially gotten a, a release date. Now, don't get too excited. It's had like five or six release dates uh, all the way back from August 2018. So two years later, on August 28th, it's it's finally getting a release date, and we shall see if the movie actually uh, comes out. But I'll, I'll be honest, I'm anticipating this movie so much. Uh, even if it's awful, I want to see it. Uh, I've been wanting to see it since those first trailers came out, and I, I hope it's good. But even if it's not, it, it's going to get my money. But that is all the news from uh, the Laugh It Up Fuzzballs Facebook group, the Fantabulous Fuzzballs Focus. Plug, plug, plug. So uh, we're just going to get into a, a little bit more news. It's holy moly, we're already at 41 minutes. So uh, the fire hose is getting turned up. We're going to start with uh, Let the Wookie Win Star Wars news. Uh, and I just, I've been liking to start these just talking about, you know, my geeky Star Wars week that was. Star Wars is so infused to my life. Like whether it's building identical Zori Bliss mini ships with the five year old racing around the family room or just watching Clone Wars. I'm, I'm so stoked for all the content that dropped on May the 4th. Uh, and then there's just funny moments of, you know, the Tyrannosaur coming home with the family drawing and there's mommy and baby brother uh, and him, of course, plus this giant four-nostrilled beast. And I'm like, oh, hey, handsome, is that me? And he, he pauses and gives me a look like I'm the dumbest, dumbest, you know, beast in the world, and he's like, no, that's Tauntaun, because he has a Tauntaun that he got at Galaxy's Edge that he loves, his name is Tauntaun, I've talked about that before, but uh, in the family photo, instead of me being there as dad, uh, Tauntaun got top honors with the four nostrils, uh, and I, I like his Tauntaun stuff again, a place of honor, and it's good to know that he doesn't think I'm that much of a giant beast, even if he thinks I'm a dumb beast, or at least gives me that look sometime. I just also recently like, you know, uh, we've been taking lightsabers and blasters and defeating the imaginary stormtroopers that continue to occupy our residence and yard. Um, at one point, while we viewed them through the mail slot, they were having a stormtrooper bath party. And if you want to know how you know it's a stormtrooper bath party, it's really easy. He was like, duh, they're they're bathing with their helmets on. And I was like, oh, that 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 makes sense. And, you know, we had he's, he, he brought home a Kylo Ren lightsaber and another lightsaber from uh, his dad's house and we were just having a lightsaber battle in the family room and I don't I, he got one it's so cool when you press this, the Star Wars button you can make your lightsaber sound like Chewbacca, Jabba, Jawas, uh, R2, BB-8, um, Yoda, uh, uh, X-Wing and, and just also, and you can even record your own sound. I literally recorded Boston Cherry, and it was lightsaber battling. Well, instead of their lightsaber, like it was like Boston Cherry, Boston Cherry, Boston Cherry. It was, it was, it was <laughs> amazing. I mean, I, I just love having Star Wars like deeply rooted, like talking about like the R two that's laying on the floor, the R two igloo that's sitting next to me, but. 
you know, it's 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 great. It's great to be a Star Wars fan and spend an inordinate amount of time wondering about pod racers. You know, if Anakin is special because he is Jedi reflexes because he's a human and humans in the Star Wars uniform apparently are shit as far as their reflexes going. But uh, that means that the other pod racers have have reflexes uh, at the point of of Jedi reflexes, and that and that has me wondering. I mean, they don't have the Force per se, but they're they're pretty fast, which might actually explain why some Jedi, you know, have a tough time fighting other species. Uh, and while that may be a Sarlacc pit of a logical fallacy, you know, if if a species can pilot a a pod racer, then they have the equivalent of Jedi reflexes. Uh, which makes Sebulba even scarier. Um, and it was cool because I actually asked this question for a Star Wars podcast that I like, and they, they shout it out. It's uh, Force Center. Uh, it's a really good Star Wars podcast. But uh, weird to hear myself referenced as Wookiee Riot, but uh, that is my Twitter handle. So it was cool. And then there's just, you know, uh, for Christmas, um, my wonderful Heather got me a Star Wars Instant Pot, and uh, it's it's the outside is Chewbacca, and, and I got it. But I sat in the box and I finally opened it up. I didn't even realize, but on May the 4th, me and my future father-in-law, we uh, we pulled it out. And uh, it was cool. The box was like, welcome to the resistance. And even had like C-3PO translating, translating Sherwook from Chewbacca, like written on the card. It, it made me fun. And we, we cooked some delicious pot roast. And then, you know, there's just the goodness of, like I said, I watched Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi today. I actually uh, did watch Rise of Skywalker, but I'll talk about that in another episode. Uh, I had to watch it a couple times because the first time I was watching it and then the kids needed stuff and I just turned it off and walked away from it. And it sort of gave me pause that I was able to do that with the Star Wars movie. But it is. But uh, if you're if you're looking, there's a, a feature-length doc on the extras for that on Disney Plus called The Skywalker Legacy, which was which was a good documentary. I'll, I'll talk about that in a future episode, too. What else we got? Firehose turned up. We got uh, Disney already working on Mando Season 3, apparently. That's already in pre-production. Freaking cool. Rumor that Ming-Na Wen could come back for Mando Season 2 is Fennec Shand. We shall see, but pretty sure she was dead. Uh, Babu Frick apparently might have originally died uh, when Kojima was blown up in The Rise of Skywalker, if not saved by Steven Spielberg. He watched an early cut of the, the film and asked what happened to Babu. And uh, that changed his fate. We got Genevieve O'Reilly reprising the role as Mon Mothma for the Cassian Andor series. So there you go. Freaking Mon Mothma, Bail Organa, uh, Draven. Oh, freaking cool. We got Josh Trank admitting that he left the Boba Fett movie before he could get fired. Uh, that Fantastic Four movie he did was not so great. So Fett fans should probably be happy that, uh, that he's not there. And now you've got an on-screen version coming to you as evidenced by the news from the Fantabulous Fuzzballs Focus. We got a Dr. Afro audiobook by Sarah Kuhn is going to be released in July 1st. So if you're a big fan of that rogue archaeologist, the female Indiana Jones of the Star Wars Galaxy, that's coming. Good news. Uh, and then uh, what else we got? Werner Herzog regarding Baby Yoda. And, and of course, I'm going to slow it down and do my best. Werner Herzog. But it was a mechanical device of incredible intensity and caliper. Heartbreaking to just look at. And, th- and then they contemplated for security. They thought we should do it in green screen. And has a digital effect. And I said, no, you shouldn't do it. You are trailblazers. You are showing us a new technology. Show it to the world that you are confident. Don't be cowards. And they dropped it. You could see that the little creature had heartbreaking expressions. You could see it. Trust what you see with your naked eye. Trust what your camera saw because you can see it on the screen. See it on the monitor. Trust in what you see. And this was an interview from uh, Total Film Magazine. And I just wanted to share it and do my best Werner Herzog for you. Don't be a coward. Use, use the puppet. <laughs> Other Star Wars news. Mando Season 2. There's uh, some directors. Wow. So the directors we know, Robert Rodriguez, going to be doing an episode. Joined by Peyton Reed. Yes, he of Ant-Man. Then you got Favreau. Filoni, Rick Fumiua, and then Carl Effing Weathers is going to direct an episode of Mando Season 2, or has already directed it, so, woo! Good news. Uh, And then you can look it up, but Mark Hamill has been doing the rounds, uh, continuing, they always ask Mark Hamill about anything Star Wars, and uh, and one of them he said he can't imagine playing Luke again, and leave the Jedi fucking master alone. If he doesn't want to play Luke, good for him. He, He played Luke, he did it well, we love him. Moving on to Flavor of the Geek, which is all the other geeky news fit to talk about that isn't in the Fantabulous Fuzzballs focus. And we're keeping with the 
the Firehose News. Uh, thank you, Mass Singer Season 2, for making me realize that uh, the character of Gravedigger on Black Lightning Season 3 was uh, freaking Wayne Brady. <laughs> what the heck? How did I miss that? But that's, that's really freaking cool. Uh, he's come a long way from uh, whose line is it anyways. I also thought it was super cool uh, that on 420, April 20th, uh, it brought a pandemic-approved pop-up movies delivery service from the peeps who did the Save by the Max and Good Burger pop-ups. I'd all benefited charity, and uh, I wish I lived closer to L.A. because then I could have got my Kevin Smith fix with a lasagna sandwich, hater tots, and chocolate-covered pretzels uh, that looked really delicious. Good news is I've heard that it's going to be a pop-up for the public at some point in the future. So hooray! But uh, you can look for details at Mubi's pop-up on Instagram. Uh, Diamond Publishers, shipping comics starting May 20th. Woo! Uh, It's May 15th, five days. We're going to be getting some new comics. DC has already sent out some comics at the end of April uh, per Jim Lee. So maybe our funny book business will rebound. We've got all three seasons of Avatar The Last Airbender are on Netflix as of today. So if you love you some Avatar, watch it. Don't go watch that uh, M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dong atrocity of a movie. Watch this amazing animated show. Uh, And also, uh, Scoob was released on VOD today. So uh, yeah, you uh, trolls did well. So why not an animated feature filming Ruby Ruby Roo? Uh, so the day before my birthday is a good day. I have to say, today was a good day. Uh, the Hunger Games apparently is going to get a prequel movie for The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, uh, and that is officially set by Lionsgate. Uh, we got Venom 2, a title and release date. It's Venom, Let There Be Carnage, uh, releasing June 2021 instead of October of this year. Uh, that title is a choice, but it's also a wonderful choice. The first Venom movie had no business being as good or as enjoyable as it was. So I, I like that they're leaning into it. Uh, you know, this this is going to be interesting. You've got Schmeagel freaking directing, and uh, then you're getting Tom Hardy and Michelle Williams coming back. Uh, uh, but as I hear, a non-orange-haired Woody Harrelson as Cletus Cassidy. Uh, also, Shriek, played by Naomi Harris, uh, and Andy Serkis directing. It's not fair to call him Schmeagel. He does a lot more like uh, like uh, uh, the 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 apes in the in the Planet of the Apes remakes and other stuff like uh, Schnoke. Uh, so yeah, yeah, and, and then uh, of course, uh, actually in the Black Black Panther movie as uh, himself. But uh, yeah, let there be carnage. June 2021. Rob Liefeld has said that Deadpool 3 is dead and Disney has no plans to do more and uh, threw Disney under the bus. So there you go. Uh, I know Ryan Reynolds was doing something with Disney, but who knows? I know that their focus is on movies that all the family can watch. So that may not be Deadpool, but they got two two films and the first one was amazing and the second one was enjoyable. So yeah, we'll, we'll just see uh, if, if anything happens in the future. We've got James Gunn saying Suicide Squad and Guardians Volume 3 movies are not delayed because those movies come out, you know, 2021 and 2022. So good news for you. In a world where it seems like everything is delayed, maybe some other stuff isn't. Of course I say that and then the next news is Doctor Strange 2 is delayed another four months to March 25th, 2022 because of Spider-Man 3. Uh, now, Doctor Strange basically pushed back a whole year um, from the pre-COVID release date, but now Sam, Ra- Sam Raimi has all the time to make something really rad for Dr. Satmom. And thank you to my friend Nick for every time I see Dr. Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, I think of Dr. Satmom. Uh, thankfully, it has not pushed Thor Love and Thunder. Uh, Thor is still going to have a February 22nd, 2022, so 22 Um And now to wonder if this is going to affect the Disney MCU plus shows like WandaVision that were supposed to lead into Dr. Strange. But I guess that's a worry for another time. Uh, I've also read rumor that Robert Downey Jr. Uh, teased the return of Iron Man in future movies, which has people talking about AI Tony and multiverse theories. The former might be cool, but I'm not sure the MCU can afford this actor anymore. I mean, he costs lots and lots of money. Uh, this came from a comment by Robert Downey Jr. on a watch party for Endgame with the Russos, if you're curious. Uh, honestly, it could be someone just taking his comments a bit too far. All he said was, quote, the people will move us toward what they want, what they want, end quote. That's cryptic Jedi stuff, uh, but who knows? I would not be opposed to AI Tony. And speaking of AI Tony, there is a rumor that Disney Plus is developing an Ironheart show, so maybe... 
what else? National Treasure. <laughs> Those movies with Nick Cage are, are getting a third movie with Nick Cage, as well as a Disney Plus show with a younger cast. Wow. But uh, why not? <laughs> why not? Maybe they'll actually uh, teach uh, teach somebody something historical. There, there are some little historical nuggets in those films. And as a, a history major, sure, I'll give it that. We got Netflix adapting the Ball and Chain comic as a movie with The Rock and Emily Blunt. So apparently their their chemistry is so good that they're going to keep making movies together. They're going to be the, the Fred Astaire and the Ginger Rogers of our generation, but without the tapping and singing. Uh, so yeah, I, I've not read the Ball and Chain comic, but uh, apparently it's two superheroes that their powers only work when they're together. So yeah, sure, it's like Mr. and Mrs. Smith uh, meets the superhero world. Uh, Netflix also has plans for a sequel to the Bright movie. Uh, apparently Will Smith and Joel Edgerton are coming back. Uh, the director is Louis Leterrier. It's Louis Leterrier. I don't know. He's the director of Dark Crystal, Age of Resistance on Netflix. He also is the director of Incredible Hulk and Now You See Me. Uh, so David Ayer has apparently stepped down as director but still wrote a draft of the script and is going to be producing. So, yeah. Say, say what you want about Bright, but I, I thoroughly enjoyed that film. That movie is responsible for bringing big names to Netflix films. It, it really was one of the first, and uh, I'm down for another adventure in this world. You know, and it's when when watching Onward, Danny pointed out, you know, it's like a, a kiddie version of what went down in Bright, and I, I really dig that. I, I want to see more. I want to see more creatures. I want to see centaurs show up and dragons and all that good stuff. We got uh, Rob Liefeld's Prophet is another thing that's going to be adapted for a movie. By Studio 8 with a script from Arrow's Mark Guggenheim. So that could be really cool. Another comic that I've not read, but a lot of this independent stuff is getting snatched up. Because uh, people like money. <laughs> Capitalism wants to win. We got uh, Kate Blanchett to star in Lionsgate's Borderlands adaptation as Lilith. Uh, I've played the Borderlands game with Blue, I believe. I don't really know that much about about everything going on, but uh, Kate Blanchett is freaking awesome as hella. And if I hadn't watched Ragnarok today already, I would be watching it again because I'm mentioning it. And I think now I've mentioned it so much, maybe I'm obligated to watch it one more time, but that's fine. Uh, when I'm done recording and I've got this posted, I will I will put Ragnarok on the TV. And uh, it's okay if I fall asleep during to it because then my dreams are just all Ragnarok and everything is lovely. Uh, and then in breaking news, as in the newest thing that I've heard about, there's a Percy Jackson series in development at Disney+. Plus. Uh, the announcement came from the author of the books, Rick Riordan, who is going to be involved, as he said, in every aspect of the show. Apparently the plan is for uh, there's five books and each season will be one of the books. Uh, two of the books, the first two, were already made into movies. That I thought were enjoyable. The first one was a little bit better than the second one. But uh, it's going to be done, I guess, the way the author wants. And really good. We'll, we'll get more details coming out. But uh, Disney Plus finding ways to, to make all the shows to drive more viewers to their platform. Because, like I said, capitalism wants to win. And Disney likes money. And, uh, you know, a lot of people like money. I like money. Uh, although <laughs> it, it doesn't doesn't completely drive my life, which is uh, good from from growing up in a poor background, I suppose. But wow, Firehose News got through all of those those extra news things, and and that is that is it. We've caught up on all the news. The plan for the the next episode is uh, I wanted to break it up since there's a lot of stuff that I've watched. Uh, and then there was a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of news. So I figured I'd do an episode doing a news catch-up, and then I'd do an episode doing the the stuff the Wookies watched episode, uh, and and then uh, then we'll see where we go from there. I, I want to do some comic book movie defenders coming up, and uh, actually I actually want to read some comics and talk about those too. I'm I'm way behind, uh, and I currently am not sure if I even have a pull list anymore with the the quarantine and uh and everything going on with the comic industry but support support your local comic stores i I definitely have a plan once i uh, get some unemployment to call my local comic store and see how i can uh throw some shimoleons their way just to to keep a a place where i can pick up my funny books but there there's a lot of good stuff that i'll i'll come up talking about uh there's just a, a teaser you know orphan black legends of tomorrow supergirl batwoman flash clone wars uh the the mandalorian thing uh and then what else clone wars like i said might be saved for a big conversation with the daniels but there's a whole bunch of movies i won't say the the names of the movies but i will count them 
Uh, yep, that's one and two and three and four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. So yeah, there there's at least uh, there's probably more than that, but yeah, lots of lots of movies to talk about and uh, and uh, a review for a movie from this year that I finally got around to seeing. So friends, you know the drill. Uh, you can email laughitupfuzzballpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can go to the Laugh It Up Fuzzballs page and hit hit me up right there, straight on my Facebook. See my real name, all that good stuff. Plug, plug, plug. Um, there's, uh, what else? Anchor.fm slash laugh dash it dash up dash fuzzball. And at Wookie Riot, W-O-O-K-I-E-E-R-I-O-T on Twitter and Instagram. I'm always throwing the funnies up on my Instagram. And I, I don't post that much on Twitter. I, I guess maybe. I'm just too old. Even though this is uh, the last podcast recorded in my 30s, I am not as young as I used to be. You know, back in the day when I was young, but I'm not, oh no, I messed that up. It was back in the day when I was young, but I'm not a kid anymore. But it boo, should you sing on the podcast? <laughs> Boston Cherry uh, approves of the old slosh. Yes, I am. I am the slosh. Slowly wrapping up this podcast, heading my way to the big four zero. But do yourself a favor, stare at the night sky. The stars are actually brighter right now with all with all the pollution. And uh, if you if you can't be bothered to go outside and and look at the night sky, go on the interwebs and type in Hubble images or type in uh, I gave you I gave you something really pretty NGC one three zero nine Hubble. Uh, it's H-U-B-B-L-E if you're not not attuned to that. But uh, yeah, in, enjoy. Enjoy the beauty in the world. Enjoy the geek stuff. Uh, share in the community. Be awesome. If you want to know what I want for my birthday, just be excellent to each other and party on. And maybe share the podcast with somebody new. But you know what? Just just have a great life. And and thanks for listening and thanks for, for just being a part of of the madness that is is the life the universe and everything but mostly geek stuff of laugh it up fuzzball and uh, i'm joe the wookie riot and i'm signing off ttfn dear dear listeners listening to my my sultry voice in your ear holes ttfn wookie out